Jenna. And this episode is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. It slayed me. <laughs> I love it. I could watch Ted die a thousand times. <laughs> it shocked me. I was screaming during it. You were at many moments. Yeah, it was amazing. I couldn't help but scream. <laughs> Did you see any of it coming? No, it, like, I I had no idea. I was, like, guessing the whole time, oh. figuring out the little mystery, but it was an excellent episode. I love it. Uh, and it is episode 11, uh, named Ted. Ted. <laughs> Ted. Starring John Ritter of Three's Company and Eight Simple Rules. And many other TV shows I yes. just looked up. He was on He was famous. Ash. He was mm-hmm. on... Touched by an angel. Of course he was. <laughs> He's on everything. He probably played the same character. Probably. Ted. <laughs> R. Okay, Marmar. R.I.P. Ted. R.I.P. John Ritter. Oh. Um, what's the sitch? <laughs> Tell me what's happening. Okay, I can't wait to go through this episode. It's so funny. Uh, so, off the top, we've got uh, Xander Willow Buffy walking home in the nighttime. From something, I can't, mm-hmm. they didn't really say. They're just chatting. They're like, oh, wow, Spike and Drusilla are gone. <laughs> um, Very interesting, because, like, I guess they would think that only we, the audience, saw last episode Drusilla's, like, rise from the ashes. I believe it's called dramatic irony mm. they're employing at the moment, where kind we of, know something that they don't know. Yeah, I didn't realize that we knew that, and they didn't. So they're like, oh, we defeated them. Everything's fine and boring. Um, so kind of setting that the stage that this episode is like an episode of the week. I feel yes. like they were setting it up for us. Um, so they're just chatting. They're going to Buffy's house. They're going to like drop Buffy off. And, um, <laughs> uh, and Buffy like notices the door is open and is like, huh? And like hears Joyce like go like, no, sh- in the kitchen. Yes, and she gets ready to slay. Yeah, totally. She's ready to kick some ass, and but no, it is Joyce in the kitchen making out with a dumpy man. Her worst nightmare. <laughs> uh, it is amazing, and I just was like, oh, wow, Joyce hasn't been in, I want to say, five straight episodes. Which Buffy also says. Yeah. Like, oh, mom, you've been working late at the gallery for the past week. Mm-hmm. Now I get it because you've been sucking face with a robot. <laughs> well, she says Ted. Yeah, Ted. <laughs> yes, not yet, not yet. But uh, yeah, so it it all makes sense, even though does it make sense? But <laughs> doesn't have to. He is a robot. No, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, and it makes sense that Joyce has been. At the gallery, and she's just been lying. <laughs> she's been totally absent because mm-hmm. she's had another life. This love affair yeah. for a while, a couple weeks. Okay, so that's the cold open. And then we kind of, like, meet Ted a bit. He, We find out he is a, a software salesman. Mm-hmm. Um, he <laughs> looks like kind of like a dumpy dad with, like, khakis and a long... He's got a weird haircut. It's a weird haircut. It's not a mullet, but it's not not a mullet. I think it's hockey hair. Oh, yeah. Dad hockey hair. <laughs> it's, yeah, his outfits, we'll talk about them more later, but they're, like, very bad. <laughs> Tragic. I was like, Joyce, you can do so much better. She's so hot. I know. And he kind of is wearing the same outfits that Hank, old Hank Nick Summers <laughs> wears they're like the same person uh, and um I wanted to ask you as a pastaya an Italian lady is it are mini pizzas fried in olive oil and herbs is that how you make a real uh, good yes. pizza the ancient mini pizza <laughs> <laughs> the age old recipe I think I think how you make a mini pizza is by putting ecstasy in it. I think that's exactly 
<laughs> make it. <laughs> Tastes so good when there's drugs in there. I mean, it's really funny that they make him an amazing cook yes. because it's so – everything else about him is such a stereotypical, like, patriarch 1950s – I mean, other than the fact that – I don't mean to imply that everyone from the 1950s was violent or cruel or but but the gender kind of roles that he believes in mm-hmm. uh, were maybe more likely to be believed in by everybody in that time period. Yeah. Um but cooking definitely not. Mm-hmm. So this cooking, which of course he's doing so that he can drug them, so that he can administer um, you know, his happy, Poisons. his happy cookies and his happy pizza drugs. Um, but I, I love that he, they make him a, a, a cook. It makes him irresistible in a way that is more modern. Yes. Which I find fascinating. I would have killed for any of my mom's deadbeat boyfriends to be good cooks. Be I would have cook. loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, mini pizzas are also very 90s to me. It's yeah. like a bagel bite. It's like a pizza pop. Like, but it's teen food. Yes. It's the key to my teen heart food. Totally. Yeah. A mini pizza would have gotten me too. Um, but you know, at this point, I don't know. Oh, we find out he's a good cook, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Like, but food is like very much a huge part of this episode. But yeah. at this point, I don't know yet that food has any nefarious things and they kind of they don't make him terrible at this point i just think he's some dumpy guy um buffy however is like mad about it and she Mm -hmm. has to go beat the shit out of some vampires like (laughs) to take her rage out (laughs) giles is like oh it's it's little too much buffy i think it's staking time staking time (laughs) uh and uh and the whole theme of this episode is Buffy like being really mad about this. Yes. Right now it's just because she's mad that Joyce has this other life, that this man is coming to their lives. Like she doesn't want it's nothing weird about him right now, mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. She's just mad about her mom's new boyfriend. Which is perfect. Like this episode, this show does this a lot where we are walking down the path of, like, a very real and normal problem of our world that Mm -hmm. we would have in our world. Um, And then there's a turning point in the episode. It's when Ted is in her bedroom and they have the huge fight and then they fall down the stairs. But up until then, everything could happen in our world, Um, you know, really, really easily. Yeah. Even even threatening her at the golf course. All of that is absolutely, I'm like, no, that's legit. Yeah, like, that totally could happen. That's why I wasn't sure for quite a long time. I was like, is he a human or is he a demon? But I, I thought he was human for most of this episode. Or but at you're least right. Half. At the <clears> beginning <throat> of this, we just believe that Buffy is struggling with like a very real um, teenager normal problem that you encounter when your parents uh, divorce and then they are still living human beings with, like, big boners and want to go and have sex and have relationships. It's very upsetting. Yes. As as people, we are both children of divorce, and as people who've watched our parents have relationships with uh, other people, it's very, it can yeah, be very upsetting. degrees of yeah. success. <laughs> oh, yeah, in all the permutations. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it can be very upsetting. Yes. Um. And you're not quite sure how to move through it. And Buffy has no idea. But her therapy is always kicking the shit out of someone. Yes. Uh, so uh, I wrote Miss Calendar. Oh, my God. Because we're we're <gasps> at school. And, like, we have not seen Miss Calendar for a little bit. She was not around in the last, like, um, fun What's My Line episode. Which we know it's been three weeks. Three weeks. Since. Um, dark uh, ages. Uh, I gone. I gone. Since she gets possessed mm-hmm. by this demon who's looking for Giles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and she. So we get a bit of a timeline. Yeah, which is awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah. So it's been three weeks since that. In that three weeks, the the Drusilla Spike showdown has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, three weeks is a short amount of time to process, like. <laughs> Her trauma. <laughs> she hasn't For yet. Sure. Um, but it was nice to see her that she's not just I didn't think she was out, but we haven't really seen her around. Yeah. So yeah. 
Um, so there's like a little sad scene with Giles. He's like, how are you? And he's, and she's like, can you fuck off? Like, you're making me feel bad and I'm allowed to feel my feelings. Like, so go away. You, you, you need time. Or possibly space. Rupert, I know you're concerned, but having you constantly poking around, making little puppy dog eyes at me, wondering if I'm okay. <sighs> you make me feel bad that I don't feel better. I don't want that responsibility. Sorry. I certainly don't mean to make um, dog eyes at you. I'm just worried. I know. And then Ted is at the school <laughs> installing software on computers and uh and he brought cookies and he's inviting the gang to go mini golfing. All the teens love mini golf and cookies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. And he gives Willow some floppy disks full of Cyber fun, too, which <laughs> floppy disk. Which we know that Willow was a hacker. Yep. So maybe this helps her hacker game. Mm-hmm. Ted is very. He's being very good. He's trying really hard, like to get Buffy and the gang on his side. Well, he's doing it by not ever asking Buffy's permission, but by asking everyone around Buffy, mm-hmm. so that Buffy can't say no. It's classic. It's yep. totally classic. And, like, people do this all the time. They don't have to be evil people to do this. What's the word for that when you are uh, being courted by mm-hmm. your parents' uh, partner? Mm-hmm. And I have felt the power. And the powerlessness. Yes. Because it's also brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it works out, it is that your life transforms and that it can be very painful, even if it's awesome and even if it's for the best um it's still very it can it's still very painful your life changes forever yeah your family changes forever uh sometimes and i can see i can see all of this in ted's behavior mm-hmm. i can see it's so wonderful i really think that they put a lot of thought into this character and he's just he's a good actor yes like and he it's <laughs> It's he he slowly over the episode like goes beyond you know normal, but at the beginning yeah. he's acting normal. Yeah, um, yeah. Ted's version of normal. Yeah, the extrovert. I'm buddies with everybody, and Dad. I have food for everybody. I'm making and- a picnic. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then this is the only part that Angel's in in this episode. <laughs> Why make out? Just have a little make out session. She's wrapping his hand. Why? Because he can't do it with one hand. (laughs) She's got to do two hands. Uh And uh, complaining about it, and Angel's like, oh, I don't care. (laughs) So are you going to talk about something else? Yeah. It's so funny. And then they just start making out, so. He's also the first one to be like, your mom has a romantic partner. Yeah. Straight up. That's what's going on. That's what's bothering you. Yeah. But this is real. Mm -hmm. You can't expect... Would there be any man that would be perfect? And she says, my dad. Oh, and I was like, ew. That's one thing that I was like, okay, that's not really ever been my fantasy. The rest of this episode, I feel like, is a fantasy for all of us single children, Mm -hmm. single parent children out there. Imagining the poop get kicked out of some boyfriend that you don't like if your mom's mm-hmm. is fucking amazing. Yes, I <laughs> I relate. <laughs> you know. <laughs> totally. Right? Like I know it's it's also never been my fantasy either. Like my dad would be perfect. No. no. I'm sure there are for some people. Well, I feel like it's sometimes when you're a bit younger, mm-hmm. you have those feelings. And I'm sure when you're older, too, it just depends on the circumstances. But, yeah. Yeah. But Nick is boring. Is his name Nick or Hank? His I don't name is Hank. Know. Whatever. You call him Nick. He's as so long boring. as you never say Drusilda again, <laughs> you can call them whoever you I'm, want. I'm going to make sure because you were like, oh, careful, I'll cut a bitch. <laughs> there was, yeah, there were daggers over this microphone. So they go to the mini golf course. They're having a great time, except for Buffy. Everyone's like, I loved your food at the picnic. Yeah. Uh, they've all been drugged. They've all been drugged. Then this is when Buffy, like, tries to cheat and put her ball in the hole. Just fucking mini golf. And then Ted comes over and, and is, like, 
being a total shit, like commenting on her grades, like being like, you don't do that in my house, little lady. Oh, it's so gross. Right is right. Yeah. I'm going to slap that face. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And this is when I was like, is he... Is he a demon or is he a human? This was the part, because this is actually kind of the turning point for me, where Mm -hmm. I was like, you don't just, like, go up to someone and tell them you're going to slap them in the face. It's, like, noon and you're mini-golfing. Wild. (laughs) Yeah. So it's freaky. Yeah. And Buffy, like, looks just flabbergasted. Like, she did not expect this at all. No. And then she tells Joyce that he said that to her, that he threatened her, and she and Joyce just doesn't believe, just gaslights Buffy and is like, no, he didn't. She does everything wrong. Yeah. She minimizes it. Yes. She changes it. She takes his side. Yeah. She doesn't believe her. She does all of the things that are... it's awful. And I have had this happen to me. Oh, my God. And it is, it is awful. But these people, these women in particular, Mm. are so – it is so challenging to have a relationship with children that you do that. Mm -hmm. I don't believe Joyce means to hurt Buffy. But I believe that Joyce is like, this is hard. Having a relationship with a child is hard. There's also slim pickings. Yeah, that's what she says. Like, as a a single mom. And there are. Yep. There are. I I always wonder, I always like challenge people to look around in their lives and to look at this to look at the families who've decided to 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 separate or to become divorced, which is also usually the right choice for those relationships. Mm-hmm. But the the people in those relationships who are able to repartner successfully is generally speaking the men. Yeah. And when people actually open their eyes to that, this episode changes a lot. Mm-hmm. I have a lot more empathy for Joyce. They're both being played. Yeah. Yeah. They're both being played in a way that I hate Joyce in that moment. And then I'm like, big picture, they're both being played. Well, I also feel like Joyce has a right to, like, have a romantic life. Of and course. stuff like that, you know. So, like, Buffy wasn't being fair at the beginning. Being, I mean, you're allowed to be a little mad, but you have to... You know, your parents are allowed to have romantic lives, but it is upsetting. It's upsetting to watch Joyce do this to Buffy. It is. It's horrible. Because this is your child and, like, a man threatening your child. Like, yeah. that That's a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this is the part I wrote food poison. I don't know what part this is but because Joyce takes a bite of cookie in the oh, middle yes. of that conversation and I was like or the sticky bun that he made sticky bun yes and I, and she's like Ted made it so good and this is when I this is the moment I was like there's something going on with the food here like there's something happening with the food so you've seen it you know they're <laughs> drugged but this is the moment I clued into like I put poison, but... (laughs) (laughs) Poison. Poison. Happy poison. Did you notice that Buffy doesn't eat the food? Yes. Okay. Um, So I wrote that later at the dinner because she literally is like, it looks good. Also awesome, awesome because you do protest this way Mm -hmm. when you are a child and have less agency than your parents. God damn it. Yeah. You protest by not eating the food someone makes you. Yeah. That's how you protest. Well, what is the only thing you can control in your life? Like, totally. Meanwhile, we're back at school. Xander compliments (laughs) Cordelia. And she's like, what the hell? (laughs) She's like, what? And he's like, nice skirt. And she's like, what are you saying? He's like, nice outfit. (laughs) She's like, basically like, shut up. Shut up. Shut the hell up. (laughs) What are you saying is so funny. I love Cordelia. It's so funny. I love this new relationship. It's so funny. No one is clocking it at all yet. It's awesome. I wonder how long this is going to go on. And I don't think they would because it is so... It's so weird. Yeah. And they just bicker so much that no one would think this, even though I thought it. And they really are... As far as we can tell, they're just, nothing has changed about the relationship except for the fact that they now, like, basically bone in the cupboard. Yeah. But they haven't, 
become they aren't in a relationship. No. In this in the way that uh that Willow and Buffy might expect. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Well, and they don't like each other, but they kind of like each other, like so it's funny. I'm just excited to see what <laughs> how long this goes on. And there must be an episode where it all blows up. I can't wait. <laughs> Very funny. Uh and Buffy decides to go to Ted's work, his workplace, yes. which is Cubicle Farm. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Yep. And there's only men that are these salesmen, as far as I can tell. It's very funny to just see computer shit in the 90s. It's so funny. It is. Also, a software salesman. Is that a job anymore? Does the internet no. just our salesman? No. <laughs> Instagram With is With the our internet, salesman. there are no jobs anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, but look at it. What a job it would be. And we get that great back and forth with that water cooler guy. I know. I wrote a great <laughs> little scene with this computer dweeb. I love it. He's great. Yeah, he's he awesome. He's like, back to the salt mines. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the wedding. Counting down the days for like him to lose, Ted to lose his sales streak this or whatever. This is such an office talk thing where you're like, fucking Bob, I hate him. Like, and Buffy too. Like, she's like, oh yeah, I'm just temping for the day. Mm-hmm. So what's with that guy? Like, she just yeah. Has no, um, she's not embarrassed. No. I often, I think about this. I'm like, okay, I could be the slayer. I could go into a graveyard and be the slayer. That's all well and good. <laughs> um, but like going into a software cubicle farm and having to act natural and ask questions, it would be nerve wracking. And Buffy just, she just like puts herself in these situation and she just does a great job. I feel like because you know, for us, there are stakes when we do things like we we have jobs and things, you know, like she ha- school or whatever, but she just doesn't care about sort of the repercussions of any of that. Like, it's not really a big deal to her. So I feel like w- when you drop all those kind of stakes of that kind of thing, you're free to just do what you just want. Just do what you want and do her, her job, you that's know? That's true. That's true. It's always... For the, for the slaying. Mm-hmm. So she's just constantly giving herself permission to put herself in these awkward investiga- investigation situations <laughs> and just just be awesome. And do what needs to be done, yeah. like, to, to solve the mystery. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Pray for your dinner. They're <laughs> like, this is inter- This is where I was like, oh, he's religious. Like, piecing it all together now. Now I realize it's because he's. From the fifties, uh, which is kind of funny, um, but uh, and they're like praying at their dinner. Ted, Ted, and Joyce, and it's very weird because this show we've talked about before is not very like Christianity heavy. No, especially not in like their personal lives. Definitely, like they don't pray. I also don't think I've never seen them in the dining room before. Interesting. So I don't think. Um, Joyce and Buffy, like, sit down for a formal dinner. Like, they sit in the kitchen and, like, eat their little snacks sure. or whatever. Yeah. Also, this house is so massive for two people. It is absurd. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I love the big wooden salad bowl that's on the table. Do you clock it? I want that. Absolutely. It's amazing. I think that was one of the most popular items of our childhood was, like, a big wooden, big wooden salad, salad bowl. With, like, big wooden, like, Tongers. Yeah. No, I want that. <laughs> it's kind of out now, but <laughs> it's huge. Uh, and this is where I wrote Buffy isn't eating the food. And this is where I thought back to all of the food parts and she never ate any of it. She didn't eat the cookies at mini golf. She didn't eat the picnic. She didn't eat the sticky buns. Because if she does, she sends a signal to Ted that she cannot afford to send. Yeah. She is not okay with him. And and she has to hold that line firm for a while. And he is totally massively disrespectful of that line yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Like, even at mini golf, yes, he's acting normally like we we can accept him as a society not to be a robot. He's a regular man. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, saying to someone the, the second time that you see them uh, talking about their grades, all of this stuff is the boundaries. It's totally unacceptable. Yeah. 
that that is yeah that's the part where i was like i didn't know if he was a human or a demon or what but i knew that was fucked up like to say for anyone to say like (laughs) so buffy cannot accept anything from him so the food thing what i love about the food thing so much is that willow and xander and cordy find out that it's drug food that it's ecstasy drug food and that's something that they learn so that we can learn it. But Buffy just doesn't eat it because it's just part of her protest about this whole relationship. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the fact that she she doesn't think it's drugged. She's just protesting because she cannot give him that signal of, it, yes, I will accept your food. Absolutely. It's fucking good writing. It it's is. Good. And then Ted is, like, in her room. Yes. This is so scary. He's in the dark. He's in her room. She's, like, climbing because she she's rude or whatever and gets sent to her room. And then she goes out, like, and wanders around angrily. She comes back. Ted's in her room and has gone through all her shit. And that is, I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? Yes. <laughs> it is, like, a worse nightmare, right? It's very violating when people go through your things. When a man that you don't know that's all of a sudden accepted into your house because your mother is smitten. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if you're dangerous to me. I don't know yes. who you are. And you're all of a sudden allowed carte blanche in my home. It's messed up. It is messed up. Like, especially in the home of two women, mm-hmm. for a man to just come in and, yeah. I, I, this happens all the time though. Yes, I know. This happens all the time. And it's very, very upsetting because it, you just don't know who these men are. And they come in and like women are so lonely and want partners, which I get, but it's so dangerous to young women and all women. But it's just really in particular dangerous to young women who now all of a sudden have to share their home and their space with. With an unfamiliar man. Yes. Fucked up. And it is devastating to have to say that to your mom, to have to say that to your parent, mm-hmm. because it means there's already so many barriers. It is already so difficult to make a relationship work, mm-hmm. to take the time it would take to do this properly. It's not forever. It's not an eternity, but it takes more time. Yes. And usually... In my experience, in Buffy's experience, the man won't wait that long. No. And it seems ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it's stupid and it's silly and it's too sensitive. Um, and the mom is also really usually really eager to get things going, to have a sex life and all of that. Mm-hmm. That they also, you know, turn the time Rush on fast it. forward. Yeah. And it's messed. The, yeah, but this is... Something about this episode that I'm just like, oh, it's just so bang on. It's just so right. Yep. This moment of him just appearing in her bedroom. And I'm like, it's terrifying. Um, So he is like threatening her. He's like, I found your stupid diary. Like, you're going to go to a mental institution. Like, it's so wild. Like, and I, I feel like Buffy... N- doesn't quite know how to handle this. Like, she's so scared. But obviously... No one would send her to a mental institution if they found this, like, diary. Like, no one would care about it. But it is so scary to her about her life being exposed. And also this man is just scaring her. And then he just punches her in the face. Like. Yeah. And they have this crazy fight. This is, for me, this oh. is the turning point. Because Buffy's just been waiting for this. Yeah. She's been she waiting. Said it. Yeah. She's, and she, after she gets hit, she does that great look back. And she was like, I was hoping you'd do that. And then she just kicks the shit out of him, and it's amazing. Your mother and I are going to be happy. You're not going to stand in the way. Sleep tight. That's mine, and you are not leaving this room with it. Take your hand off me. No. I was so hoping you'd do that.
killed him. Oh my god, this is like, because she's kicking the shit out of him. Uh, it's amazing. I was like, yeah! And then she kicks him down the stairs and he breaks his neck and dies. And I was, I was shocked. Like I had, I could never see this coming. Because they don't, they kill things all the time in this show, but they don't kill like human beings. And not, not, not midway through. No. And I, at this point, I still didn't think he was a demon or I thought maybe he was, but then after he was killed, I definitely thought he was a human. I was like, holy shit. This is just a really interesting thing to bring up in the show about she's killing all the time. She's dusting vampires all the time. She's really used to beating the shit out of people, but not human beings. And like what happens when she actually murders a human? Totally. Um, so this is like an amazing thing to bring into the show. It was shocking. Yeah. And they actually, I was like, holy shit. I had no idea this episode was going to go like this. They like go to the police station. They like, a detective is like questioning her. I was like, holy fuck. Like she really killed this guy. It goes really dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is kind of just a really cool thing to bring up in the show. Like that not everyone in the show is. A, a monster to be slayed with no repercussions. Like yeah. there, there are repercussions to your actions, to your yeah. anger. Yes, and you, Buffy, is very strong. Mm. Buffy is a, a small, tiny, blonde, white woman who is incredibly strong. Yeah, and could hurt people. Yeah, she can um, kill people. She can kill people. Um, and we get reminded of that here. Well, and I don't know if she. Well, she's never killed a human Mm -mm. before, and I don't know if she really even knew her own strength, or she just let the, she let the rage, let the, let your anger fuel you. Exactly. She totally (laughs) dark side Vadered it out Mm -hmm. on poor little Ted. Yeah. Poor, bad, horrible daddy. (laughs) Daddy Ted. Okay, and the detective does the same fucking thing mm-hmm. that everyone else is doing to her in this episode. And, like, I was like, holy shit, I hate the police. Like, is this how a young woman is questioned? Oh, it doesn't look like you have a mark on your face. Or he didn't hit- it doesn't look like he hit you very hard. Yeah, it's so horrible, but yeah. it's so realistic, isn't yeah. it? Yes. I just was having, like, visions about... Young women reporting their rapes or their assaults, and and so many fucking men have said this shit. Like, oh well, it doesn't look like it's not that bad. You didn't struggle. What you know? All, all these like very subtle ways to make you blame yourself, to make you feel like you did something wrong, and to just straight up blame you. Yeah, and yeah, totally transfer. All of the responsibility and the blame onto the victim, 100%. And she, and she is, like, a literal child. Like, she, like, so, yeah, it's so fucked up. I was so mad. I hate him. Uh, defund the Sunnydale <laughs> police force. So useless. Uh, and then at school the next day, she... Yeah, they let her go because there's no, I don't know, there's no evidence, whatever. They let her go and then she goes to school the next day, which is kind of wild. And everyone's like whispering, like, there's the murderer. Totally. Uh, or like, that's the girl that pushed him down the stairs. At the very least. Yeah. Yeah. It's freaky. Um, And, you know, she, she talks to Xander and Willow and they're like, I mean, they're pretty good. They're pretty mm-hmm. understanding. They're like you know, what happened, and, but then they do, they do kind of, like, pause when they're like, oh, he, he's dead, like, you and killed him. Xander does that thing, you can't blame him, but Xander asks, okay, what was he? Mm-hmm. And, and she's a monster. like, human. It's another form of blaming Buffy mm-hmm. accidentally. Yeah. By assuming that it was a vamp or a, a demon, demon guy. Or yeah. Some kind of ghoul, and it's not. Well, 
Not yet. <laughs> no, I didn't think yet. Because, I mean, he's dead for a while. Like, I, I was like, holy shit. Like, she really did. Whole rest of the episode's gonna be dealing with this. Oh my god. So she go, and then Buffy leaves because she can't handle being at school. And Joyce is just at home packing a box of bowls. She's, if it's not a crate, it's a box. Just give that lady a square a prop, prop, and she will do amazing things. She'll with it. fill it. <laughs> She'll take stuff out of it. Put she's stuff in it. Putting a Tupperware in there. She's like, I meant to. I meant to get it's rid of this like, junk. Oh, it's just, just like in bowls. and out of this box. It's so stupid. It's so weird. We just cannot give her anything else to do. I just meant I really had to get rid of these bowls. <laughs> uh, and I wrote, Buffy needs to go to therapy. Like, where is the mental health intervention in this crisis right now? Like, wouldn't a social worker be like part of this process like what the fuck is happening i guess not on the hellmouth not on the hellmouth there are no social workers or therapy <laughs> well we did see a therapy session in a classroom that was horrible yeah we so did season one that's the portrayal of therapy in the show unfortunately <laughs> and then xander and willow are like trying to figure out what's going on G- they're in the library with giles giles is like i'll go on patrol tonight yeah Buffy finds the police in the library mm. asking questions, so she leaves school. Oh, yeah. And it leaves Willow and Xander and Giles and Cordelia alone to deal with the Scooby duties. Yes. And Xander eats the classic cookie mm-hmm. and all of a sudden changes his tune. He's like, oh, everything's fine. Don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. And I was like, don't I was sweat like, what it. The fuck? Yeah, she figures it out. She looks at the cookie. And then she does science on the Microscope cookie. Microscope science. She looks in science uh, and finds out that it's it's a trank cookie. Yeah. It's a it's a druggy trank cookie that makes you happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a relaxation snack. <laughs> <laughs> I want that Me too. cookie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll take Ted's cooking. I'll take day. it, too. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Then we kind of flash to the graveyard where Giles is sort of, like, on patrol, um, but then gets scared by Miss Calendar. Yeah. She's she's out skulking around. Yeah. Came to find him. So cute. To apologize for being a bit harsh. Yeah, a bit harsh. Yeah. Um, But it's really... It's cute. Um, And then there's a demon or a vampire, and... They have our scuffle. It's very funny. They're both just terrible compared to Buffy. <laughs> it's so funny watching Giles try and battle vampires. He's just bad. <laughs> he can do it, but it's like... It's, it's so much effort. It's so much effort. Yeah. He gets shot with a crossbow, yeah. but then he rips it out of his own back. I know. I was like, oh, no. I mean, they did go to the hospital. They did, and he does say it didn't go in that deep because of my layers of tweed. tweed. It's like Kevlar. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. Um, but it is, he can do it. He knows the techniques. He brings his duffel of shit. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. And this is a nice little Miss Calendar and totally. Giles scene. This is like the reconciliation totally. we've been waiting for. It's short and sweet. Mm-hmm. It's not saying it's all over and everything is perfect. It, it's sort of, she laughs at the irony of yeah. this. I am so sorry. I think I'm all right. No, you're just in shock. No, no, really. I, I, I think it went in too deep. Advantages of layers of tweed. Better than Kevlar. Oh, okay. All right, we have to get you to the hospital. Yes, yes. Come on. Ow, ow, ow. ow. Oh, sorry, we, sorry. Let's move slowly, shall we? Sorry, okay. Okay. Uh. <laughs> what, what, what is this? Some night, huh? <laughs> Yeah, you really know how to woo a girl back, don't you? <laughs> ow, ow. Hospital. Yes. This is life on the Hellmouth. This is life in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. You know, it's full of demons. And she's a techno-pagan. She knows. Yeah. She knows about the demonology. Mm-hmm. So, but she's like, you know, just had to dip her toe back into the demon pool. For sure. Uh, For sure. <laughs> and... I just wrote, oh, my God, Ted, what the fuck? Because Ted just shows up <laughs> um, back in Buffy's, Buffy's room. room. Yeah. At uh, the scene of the crime. And his hair's all banged. His bangs are down. His bad haircut is worse. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Looks terrible. 
Uh, and he's being all, and so then, then I knew this was shocking though. I didn't think he was going to come. Yes. <laughs> um, but he's back and I didn't know why, but it come becomes quite clear, uh, that he's like a robot. And then I remembered the, the man at the computer farm called him the machine. Yep. Uh, yes. <laughs> which is amazing. And then Buffy stabs him with like a nail file. Yeah. Very good to have around. <laughs> and like shows his like m- machine arm. His machine arm. Yeah. And he's like glitching out. He's like. Yeah, he's short circuiting and saying all this weird like, shit. Weird, like, pass the gravy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is amazing. So they have a, a big fight and he like, he fucking kicks Buffy like in the face. And she gets knocked out. Yeah. For like several minutes. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Enough it's time to go downstairs and scare the living mini pizza out of Joyce. Yeah, Daddy Ted is here. <laughs> Come to Daddy. Daddy. And then he does he freaks the fuck out of Joyce, which is amazing because she hasn't been eating his food, so she's a bit more clear headed. Yes. She still likes him and is like, Oh my god, I can't wow, you're alive. Like she kind of believes his story. Yep. But then she is not She's not so taken because she hasn't been eating his food. Totally. And his explanations don't placate her in the same way because she's not as chill. And they don't make sense. They don't make any and sense. And he's, like, acting very erratically. So he really scares her. He's like, we're going to leave right now. I have all your clothes and ready. And then he becomes violent. Yeah. He just – he shoves her against the wall and then Joyce is just knocked out. <laughs> she's such a delicate <laughs> flower of a lady. Yeah. I think – I mean, we don't – we cut to – I feel like, yes, her head goes down and her eyes get shut and it totally, it's totally like, oh, she's knocked unconscious. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. <laughs> um, but, like, from that time and Buffy coming and hitting him with the frying pan is super short. So short. So she maybe was just stunned. Yeah. And but like it winded. is funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to watch someone just, like, brush their head against the wall and be knocked out. Well, and obviously she doesn't, Joyce doesn't see his robot face because no. Joyce thinks he was just a bad evil man which he was he did murder his own wife yes um so he was evil when he was a human too mm-hmm. which is also something to note that he was evil before he was a robot evil 50s dad totally but i love the cast iron wrapping it all back to the cast iron yes a joke Cooking. from the very beginning yeah yeah very yeah. good very satisfying whenever someone smashes Oh, a cast yeah. iron pan in someone's face. Oh, yeah. So, um, Crime Club has figured out where Ted lives. They found, like, documents, whatever. And so they go to his house, and then they figure out um, there's a trap door underneath the rug that doesn't go with the decor. But I love this 50s dungeon. Yes. Like, it's very cool. <laughs> I love the decor. And the music. There's a little record player that goes on and, like, cute, like, mid-century modern furniture and the lights. Like, it's very cute down there. It's definitely back. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But Xander looks in a closet. It's it's very... um. Is that fairy tale Bluebeard? Is that where he kills seven wives and puts them in a closet? Oh, I don't know that fairy tale. Okay. I'll have to brush up. Brush up on your weird fairy tales. <laughs> I'm sure it's a grim. It's a guy called Bluebeard, and I think he has seven wives, and he's, like, murdered them all and put them in a closet. I I swear this is a Bluebeard reference, but... Um, Xander looks in there and sees, like, the bo- – what does he see in there? We don't see it. I think all the dead bodies. Just dead bodies, yeah. bones and stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Of all these past wives, because they found his marriage certificates, too, to yeah. all these women. Yeah. Um, so they all run. They uh, run back to to tell everyone what's going on. And this is when Buffy – smashes and the terminator face comes yes, out it's totally terminator and this is really funny because when on the dvd <laughs> the like still for this episode is just that his fucking teeth like face and i was like what the hell and i didn't think about it until this <laughs> moment which is the end is the still on the dvd with the like teeth it's terminator. so good so good and it's totally Terminator. I hadn't thought of that, but it is absolutely that. Mm-hmm. And then we get Mom and Joyce. Yeah. Not Mom and Joyce. Buffy and Mom. Joyce and Buffy. Sitting on the patio, eating pickles. Yeah. 
I want a pickle. I know. And spending some quality time together. I know. They're like, which movie should we watch? Nothing with men. Nothing with romance. <laughs> I guess Thelma and Louise again. Yeah. <laughs> which, a great choice. Uh, and a great joke. Yeah. Just to be like, oh, yeah, there's no There's no, no options. Yeah. <laughs> some movies without men or romance. Yeah. <laughs> And then the button on the episode is so cute. Uh, they're at school, the gang, and they are going to the library. And Buffy's like, ugh, like, why can't I get warnings of this? And it's uh, Miss Calendar and Giles making, making out, out in the library. So cute. It's so perfect. It's so good. I'm so happy they're back together. I know, right? And you're like, oh, walking in on two people kissing isn't as startling. It's not as devastating. Yeah. When you're, when it makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. It might be frustrating for parents to have kids that aren't coming around quickly. There are ways to help people feel comfortable. And I love that this episode wraps up with, this is a relationship that makes sense. Mm -hmm. This is a relationship that has been growing and that we've been following and learning about. And this is, and it's appropriate to kiss people whenever people want to kiss people, whenever people want to be kissed. But also we can all agree that there's like a, trust and a comfort that we have to build mm-hmm. no matter how long that takes before it's like cool yeah for sure and not traumatizing yeah and so they can just joke about it and yes. be like oh fuck god so I'm making out the library is not safe i guess we'll go somewhere else <laughs> but they're not traumatized yes it's not yeah it's not disturbing to them yeah yeah it's so cute it is so cute i love it okay talk to me about fashion So this episode had a lot of fashions in it. I wrote a lot. So let us go through them. Let us begin. (laughs) Uh, So off the top, um, when they're walking at night, Willow has that stupid, ugly hat on again. I know. You don't like it. It's horrible. (laughs) I know you said you have one like it, but... It's like blue. It's blue. And it's like knit. It's knit. It's almost fuzzy, felty, or maybe it's knit out of like a fuzzy yarn it's or something. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's hard to see in the dark, but it's got sort of, it's round and it's got a little f- kind of rolly brim. Yes. It's so ugly. I have no idea what you would call it, except that know. it looks like a bucket hat that is not a bucket hat. It's not a bucket hat. It's not a beanie. I'm not sure. It's handmade. It's in between. Yeah. I hope Willow made this. Uh, and her whole outfit is so bad. She's got a fuzzy purple shirt, white tights, a baby blue, like, shirt or jacket on top. Oh, it's just all horrible. It's so bad. It's so <laughs> ugly. But Joyce, on the other hand, looks amazing. Mm-hmm. They, like, walk in on her, and she's in her date outfit. She's got great curls. Beautiful hair. Beautiful. Beautiful makeup. Her hair is great this whole episode. Like, lovely, lovely. I was waiting for you to throw Joyce some points, some hair points. I knew they were coming. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, At some points in the episode, it's very, like, almost blow-dried. Yeah. Like, under. But this this particular moment, it's it's curly, but nice and and controlled. And she's got this black dress on, um, sleeveless. And then, I don't know, it's like a floral kind of rectangle. It almost looked like a Japanese painting. You know, this panel? Yeah, panel. I don't know if that's what it was, but the vibe it was giving me. Me too. Which is very, um, art gallery. Very 90s. Lady. Very 90s. Totally. And then the back was very cool. Actually, it was like a T cutout. So it was just like two shoulder blades that you could see that were bare. It's kind of cool. Cool. I liked it. I didn't notice that. I'll put a screenshot <laughs> up on the gram. Uh, Willow has uh, at school in the next scene. The I really like this outfit. It's like red pants that are belted with a tucked in like gray long sleeve shirt that has a crown on it. Yeah, it's really cute. Kind of like Jughead. Yeah, crown thing. But it's very it's very cute. And then Buffy's outfit is like a banana clip. Yes. Classic. Half up, half down. It looks great. Um, I love her hair like this. Uh, and, okay. And then in the next scene, in the mini golf scene, Buffy's wearing a cheetah tank top, which I love. And very tall, like, clog heels. Yeah. I think. Chunky heel. Yeah. At mini golf, which is a very funny choice. <laughs> <laughs> very Buffy. 
And Ted's outfit. This is so bad. It's like a pale yellow button-up. Ooh, it looks so bad. Yeah, he looks so bad. It's tucked into khaki. Oh, it's like the ugliest. It's so bad. There is just the there's just no fashion. No. It, it's like it's worse than bad. It's just like there's no And Hank, Papa Hank was like this too. Yeah, it's just khakis. Yeah. And I was like, "How are you allowed to get by?" Yeah. Looking like you a fucking like cardboard building like how are you, and how are you dating women yeah how are you this is progressing real. in your career i hate you stupid men in your dumb khakis like, yeah they're just wearing the uniform of of white man man yeah. salesman and that's all they need this is a rant what is this, this personality is, but exactly there is none he do- doesn't have to have any fashion to to just to have be successful, yeah. I hate it. I and hate a woman it so could much. never, no. never, never. No, not in 1997. Not now. No, no. You couldn't be successful in your career or have a romantic part. Like you just can't. Like it, yeah, it is wild. Ugh, I hate him. <laughs> no, it's a good thing he dies. <laughs> it is. I was glad when he died. Uh, Buffy has this, such this weird. Outfit on, it's like a red, um, viney shirt with a set. It's like a set. It's a set, and but it looks. I say this all the time. It looks velvety. Um, but it does like the vines look like they're like crushed, a a crushed velvet or a velvet. And then she's got. I couldn't tell if it was like a robe or something on top, but it is like a jacket that's the same material. Yeah, I think it's a set, like a tank top and and. Um, cardigan. Yeah. Three-quarter length sleeve. I find it weird to wear, like, a matching set on top and, like, nothing that incorporates it on the bottom. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I didn't hate it. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. But it is, it looks good. I'm just like, okay, Sarah Michelle Gellar can wear anything and it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. So I, I, sometimes I'm like, everything looks amazing on her. She never has bad fashion. Yeah. But then I'm like, no. There are certain pieces I like more than others. Mm-hmm. This is one of the ones, too, where I'm like, well. It's weird. Yeah. It's it just weird. weird. It's just- I prefer her in her three-quarter length black tight top and her overalls to yes. this. Oh, yeah. I love that outfit. Me too. Um, Willow actually does have a good outfit, I thought, in this episode. Oh, my God. We must write this down. Write it and, down. And book, <laughs> remember this day forever. This is, again, there's just so many outfits and days in this episode. It's actually kind of amazing. But she has, it's at school. Willow has, like, um, like big, chunky Mary Janes on. They're, like, mm-hmm. Doc Martin Mary Janes. They're black. They look cool. And then she's got a cute sweater with like a horizontal stripe on it i just think it looks really cute with her mary janes and her she's got a short skirt on yeah it's not like schlumpy so i actually like this outfit for her she needs to wear the chunky mary jane oh willow we're so proud of you today on this day for once ted i'm glad someone showed up looking good it wasn't ted yeah no ted this is his outfit at the cubicle farm which is a blue checked shirt and then a yellow waffle tie it's it's unacceptable (laughs) it's it's i can't believe i can't believe it (laughs) it's so i can't believe anyone would go out with this man Ugh. But Buffy's slubby overalls look so cute. Yeah. She looks great. And she's got sort of like a low pony. But with like loose pieces around her mm-hmm. face. Yeah. But she's, it's soft. She's feeling kind of slubby, but she still looks great. Yeah. She's trying to hide in her clothes, doing that thing where she's hiding in yes, her clothes. Yeah. Exactly. Which she does when she's feeling kind of vulnerable. Yeah. Doesn't want to draw any attention to her body or to, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Invisible Buffy. Yes. Is still fashionable somehow. <laughs> Always. And Cordelia has a raisin lip. She talked about raisin a couple episodes ago, raisin lip, and I just, she wears it all the time. Yeah, it's a dark shade. Yeah, it is dark. But that's sort of this era, and the 2000s do this too, the early 2000s, sort of like a, a dark burgundy or or berry or, or raisin, brown. almost brown, yeah. is 
very in and she she rocks it like looks so good on her and then the last outfit is goes to cordelia it's in the last kind of scene she's wearing a red pant cream v-neck shirt with big collar yes and then like a little scarf like a little red neck scarf she looks amazing it's very kind of 60s scarf with the huge collar it's weird totally it looks good the gang at the end to me, really looks like a Scooby gang. Like, mm-hmm. they look like Scooby-Doo characters. Yeah. Um, like, it's very – all of them are all wearing – it's a bit retro. Yeah. Buffy, too, is wearing this, like, long torso white mm. shirt thing yeah. that also harkens back to another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they really are the four of them walking together intentionally together. Cordelia isn't, like – Caught unaware is walking in some other direction. Like, they all did it. They all did a good job. We're all going to the library. Yeah. You know? I know. She's becoming more and more incorporated. Definitely. Against her will. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just accidentally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love it. So cute. Okay. Let us move on to Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. <laughs> Things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. I didn't really write anything. I didn't write anything either. I thought, I thought, uh, like, this episode is super difficult and complicated for Buffy. And I think it's really important that it is. And it's written in a way that I think it ages really well. Yeah. I think all these problems are still very relevant to today. They've been relevant in my life. Yeah. In your life. Like these are these are not old nineties problems that we're laughing at. These no. are totally modern problems. Um and it, I do feel I'm not sure. The fifties part is interesting because I like bought it, but it feels a bit of a throwaway to me. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. It feels a little bit like we're just going blame it on the fifties. Yeah, they were super misogynist then. Yeah. But they're super misogynist now. And they do show that in the episode yes. by having the detective act like him. Yes. Like they – so that detective is not from the 50s. He's from he's from 1997. No. And I think that's totally intentional. Yeah. So it is interesting. I think it all works, but it's just – it's sort of – I'm not sure if I'm 100% on that kind of 50s little throwaway kind of – action but it did all work in the end for me and 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 i loved it i love this episode i know it's, <laughs> it's so really good fun. it's so good mm-hmm. it's so good i i yeah i just i just love everything about it it's so perfect it's also a really differently built episode like you were saying and why you were so shocked is because it is built differently yeah than- and it, it just really as a new viewer like, it, I really like being surprised by the writing. I like being surprised by choices they make. And it was surprising. Mm-hmm. It was really good written. Mm-hmm. It was a really well-written episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your favorite line from the episode? I, I love the beginning. I just love it. I love when Xander tries to be interested in Buffy's romantic life. <laughs> when he says, how's Angel? Pretend I care. I love it so much. It's so funny. Um, and I do love when Giles is like, it's staking time, really, don't you think, Buffy? It's staking time. <laughs> and he's just sitting on that park bench watching her beat the shit out of a vampire like, with a garbage can lid. Yeah, it's and amazing. He, yeah, he's like, yeah, it, it, he does, he is like, I'm losing respect for Buffy. What's going on here? Yeah, Why is she going on? put him out of his misery? <laughs> And there were, like, there were amazing quotes, but those were the two that I penned. Amazing. (laughs) Um, My favorite line is when Giles is um, out doing patrol alone, and he he turns around to Miss Calendar with, like, a cross, and she's like, yeah, I get that reaction from men all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny and witty. I just love her. Um, She's great. She's amazing. It's nice to have her bag. She's so pretty. Yeah. And she is, she's a lot like what Cordelia brings to the show, this really clever confidence. Yes, so confident. With, and, and it's really, it, it is, her sense of humor is about her 
gender is about being a woman. It always is, which is why I like it. Yeah. Because she's, she self identifies as like a feminist and she's an independent woman and she, she jokes about that all the time. You're right. It's, yeah. it's awesome. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Next episode is called Bad Eggs. <laughs> um, it's going to be quite a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Disc three has been hit, hit, hit. And um, I just want to say a few words about Ted. R.I.P. Ted and fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Ted. <laughs> Make sure to rate and subscribe uh, to our podcast. Best way to let other people know about the podcast. If you like the pod, send us a review. Give us a review. Mm-hmm. We love when people do the polls. Marley always does polls on the ground. Yes. Which is my best friend thinks she's Buffy. And uh, if you want to send us a longer email, you can email us at my best friend thinks she's Buffy at gmail.com. Until next time. Arg. Gur. Gur. Arg.